Good afternoon, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. And today is Renegade Times. It's a new week. There's new news. And because this... I Listen, we're, let's talk about it in the next segment. Give me a second. Listen, I know it may be big news, it may not, I don't know, and I really don't care, but China has had a very interesting weather problem, and because of what has rained down upon them, I choose not to read about it, just because I know there's going to be pictures of the side, the, the text, you know, and I have a very strong phobia of this insect. It was raining worms in China. And because of that, I will not read about it. <laughs> no thanks. I stay I want to stay in Toledo where the water is radioactive and there's chemicals in the air. I mean, I I I would rather be here than in China right now. <laughs> And listen, I'm about to eat. I made myself a very nice lunch of salmon teriyaki, and I don't want to be grossed out while I read it. Read shit like that. Anyway, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, feel free to talk to me. I know, and the links are right there down in the description below. If you if you don't know the drill, I don't know how to help you. It's down in the description. Alright. And if the worms raining down on China does not gross you out, the politics will. It usually makes me sick to my stomach, so let's just do that first and get that shit out the way. So, I have not been keeping track of this story. I am learning as I go, so... I do know that some of you are losing your money because certain banks have shut down. Um, certain credit card comp- companies have like been not giving you money. Um, I've seen it on TikTok. I've seen it on Facebook. It's all over social media right now. And um, that fucking sucks. Um, I really hope you guys get your money back because... A lot of us have to work from like paycheck to paycheck and it's not right for the bank to withhold money from us and it it shouldn't be a thing it should not be happening so um, we're gonna talk about that I think in this uh, article but I just wanted to say that because I've seen a lot of people complain about the banks shutting down and stuff like that so I need to educate myself as well as giving you guys updates. So, regulators shut down Second Bank in race to contain fallout from Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley bank collapse. 
So, federal regulators announced over the weekend that they will fully back all depositors of Silicon Valley Bank, guaranteeing that they are paid back in full after the bank collapsed last week. The announcement late Sunday afternoon came from the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, uh, Federal Reserve Board Chair Jerome H. Powell, and FDIC Chairman Martin um, J. Gruenberg. Depositors will have access to all of their money starting Monday, March 13th. So today, technically. But... The statement said no losses associated with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank will be borne by the taxpayer. The federal agencies also revealed that a second bank was closed uh, in New York on Sunday by state officials. What for? Why are they closed? See, this is what would happen. Now, I don't want to get conspiracy um, all of a sudden, but... You know me, it's like a, it's a second nature to me. So, I have talked about FEMA camps before. And how the bank will have control over certain people and how much money they can deposit or withdraw. This could very well be the start, or at least... They're testing the waters to see how we react. But. We are also announcing a similar systematic risk exception for Signature Bank New York, New York, which was closed today by its state uh, chartering authority, the statement said. All depositors of the institution will be made whole, uh, as with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank. <clears throat> no losses will be Born by the taxpayer, shareholders, and certain uncensored uh, debt holders will not be protected. Senior management has also been removed. Any losses to the deposit insurance fund to support uninsured depositors will be recovered by a law special assessment on banks as required by law. SVB announced um, a $1.75 billion share sale uh, on Wednesday. Listen, I don't like that Daily Wire has pop-ups now. I was doing very well with reading this. But uh, Wednesday after the company uh, suffered heavy losses of the from the liquidation of a 21 billion bond portfolio raising concerns amazing uh, among <clears throat> venture capital firms and startups with ties to the company about the safety of their assets SVB the 16th largest bank in the United States and the largest in Silicon Valley um, lends to nearly half of the venture backed technology and healthcare companies. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation said on Friday that SVB was closed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Mm -mm. I still don't understand it, but I would still have to read more about it.
Do I really have to repeat myself? Do I really have to repeat myself? You know what? Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to. Listen, I'm, all I'm going to say <clears throat> is this. On Daily Wire, there is a certain director. Okay, yeah, now the director of everything and everywhere at once supports uh, kid drag shows, like inviting kids to drag shows. So, you know, he's a pedophile. So, you know, he says it's a threat to no one. And I really don't feel like repeating myself. I think y'all know what I'm about to goddamn say. I can't stand the vulgarity, okay? If you're an adult and you want to enjoy drag shows, my opinion does not matter to you, all right? (laughs) I would never be found dead in a drag show just because that's just not me. It's not my style. And two... I mean, whatever floats your boat. I can't tell you what to do. But when you invite a kid to a damn drag show where they, I know, they perform with dildos, make sex jokes, and spread their legs very far and show everybody their ding-a-ling or their fake Barbie pocket, all right? How is that kid-friendly? Can you tell me? Can you tell me how that's fucking kid-friendly? Like, tell me. Tell me how. Honestly, you know how much I love the brain and how it works? And I'm not, like, a surgeon at all. But I would like to sit in. Hang on. I think the iron and the omega-3s in this fucking salmon is starting to kick in because I feel great. But I would love to sit down and watch a surgeon tell me how a man or a woman or a person like this and and like how their brain works. I, I would love to know how the fuck does your brain work on idiocy? Like, stop it. Stop grooming children. That's exactly what you're fucking doing. And I don't feel, I don't, I can't afford to have a rant today. I wanted, I'm calm. Like, I'm fucking calm today. I want to have a good time on Rogue Radio today. But when that happened, I, you know, I gotta talk about it, but I've talked about it so many times. So many times, damn it. It's like I'm, I'm a broken record and I don't want to be a broken record here on Rogue Radio. So you know what? I'm just going to keep scrolling and find a new fucking story. Listen, don't go to Mexico on spring break and this is why, okay? Let me just read this for y'all. Significant safety threat. Spring breakers should travel or should avoid travel to Mexico. Texas authorities say. Texas officials strongly advise against taking a trip to south of the border for spring break this year, urging Texans to avoid travel to Mexico for the popular travel period and beyond. According to 
lord, excuse me. Um, according to a Friday press release from Texas Department of Safety. Uh, yeah. So, the Texas authorities warned residents to steer clear of Mexico amid the violent the violence in the country. The travel notice comes just after four Americans were recently kidnapped in Mexico with two ending up dead. Big cartel violence and other criminal activity represent a significant safety threat to anyone who crosses into Mexico right now. Texas Department of Public Safety Director Stephen McCraw said, based on the volatile nature of the cartel activity and violence we are seeing here, we are urging individuals to avoid travel to Mexico at this time. In addition to this warning, federal officials urged any American citizen who doesn't heed their warning to register with the uh, American Embassy or Consulate uh, prior to traveling. While the travel advice comes at the beginning of the spring break season, the Texas DPS said the warning applies beyond the vacation period as well. The United States Department of State uh, Travel Advisory on Mexico says violent crimes such as homicide, kidnapping, carjacking, and robbery is widespread and common. And also human trafficking, just letting y'all know. Uh, the department has uh, do not travel warnings to six states, including Tama, including Tama, Tamaulipas, Tamaulipas. I don't know uh, where the four Americans were recently kidnapped. In addition, they warn Americans to reconsider travel to seven Mexican states um, and exercise uh, increased caution during the travel in 17 states. The department says to exercise normal precautions in just two states. March 3rd, four friends from South Carolina crossed the border to Matamoros in the northeastern state of Tamaulipas. Um, which borders the south, the southernmost part of te- Texas. Okay, they were caught in a drug cartel shootout and forced into the back of a pickup truck at gunpoint. Officials in Tamau, Tamau, Tamaulipas. I don't know how you say that. I'm really sorry. Said the cartel members moved the victims throughout the state after the kidnapping to confuse and evade the rescue efforts. The Daily Wire reported two of the Americans, uh, Shahid Woodard and Zindel Brown, did not survive. Uh, the State Department Travel Advisory for Tama de Paz says... Criminal groups target public and private passenger buses as well as private automobiles traveling through Tamaulipas, um, often taking passengers and demanding ransom payments. Additionally, three women, three women who uh, traveled from Texas to Montemorelos. Uh, Mexico reportedly to sell goods at a flea market have been missing for roughly two weeks, according to authorities. Unfortunately, they are most likely dead or uh, trafficked. And I don't like saying that, but 
They crossed into Mexico February 24th, NBC reports in a statement. The FBI uh, said it cannot comment on the ongoing investigation, but relentlessly pursues all options where it comes to the protecting comes to protecting the American people, and this doesn't change when they are in danger to cross the border. Yeah. My heart goes out to the missing uh, family members and the ones that have died. I'm really sorry. Okay. The last one we get to talk about is <clears throat> 409 to declassify all intel on COVID origins. The House voted overwhelmingly on Friday morning to approve the declassification of all Biden administration intelligence on the origins of COVID. The House voted 419 to 0 in favor of the bipartisan measure, according to Axios. Axios, whatever. The Senate, the Senate, <laughs> damn it, the Senate voted uh, unanimous, unanimous, why am I so bad? Am I okay? Like, like, whoa, I don't think I've ever had such a problem talking today. I need a vitamin, don't I? <laughs> Give me a minute unanimously okay that's the word that's the word <laughs> the senate voted unanimously last week to approve a wow a similar measure jesus christ the bill would the bill would require damn what the fuck is wrong with me the bill would require the declassification and release of the intelligence Related to the origins of COVID and the virus possible connections to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So, within 90 days of receiving the president's signature, the document, uh, the Department of Energy and FBI both delivered assessments recently that uh, concluded that COVID most likely originated in a leak uh, from the Wuhan lab. Do we know if that's true, though? How do we know that these are not, like, fake documents that they decided to, like, pull up and be like, hey, let's just blame this shit on China. Like, do we truly know if this stuff actually came from China? Is there evidence? Like, true hard evidence? Like, do they have the actual Petri dish of COVID somewhere stashed in the lab? We need to know. Because documents, to me, documentation can be just made up on a fucking word document on the computer you can make it look as legit as you want but if i don't see like physical evidence i'm not gonna believe this and that's just me if you guys choose to believe this that's cool that's on you that ain't on me because i would rather find shit on my hands and knees trying to find the or or origin I am done. I think I- I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I would rather find it in the most 
craziest places, like the truth, in the most craziest places, than to be handed a document and be like, yeah, take this at face value, don't think too much about it, and yeah, that's the truth. Like, no, 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 not me. The theory known as the lab leak uh, hypothesis and uh, pursued by Republicans was dismissed as a conspiracy theory um, early in the pandemic by top medical and science officials, um, including former National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Diseases Director Anthony Fauci. I cannot trust him as far as I can throw him. And as far as I know, that man looks fucking tiny. I could probably crumple him up into a football and throw him like a spiral football. Maybe. I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Investigations into the uh, origin of COVID have been hampered by China, um, which has rebuffed requests for information and access to the investigators. Beijing has floated that COVID did not originate in Wuhan at all, and uh, instead is a creation of the U.S. military. Oh, oh, see, I believe that more than anything because biochemical terrorism is the most favorite toy of the government, the U.S. government. So I, I actually kind of believe China in this, man. I don't think it's China's doing. They're just blaming China because of something. I don't know. I mean, we, we aren't. Are we allies of China? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Many Republicans have continued to push the lab leak theory as the most likely origin of the pandemic virus that killed millions globally. See, that makes sense, like, in in the government. Like, in the government's mind, they're like, okay, what would satisfy the people? Tell them that it came from Wuhan and it was a, a lab spill. That's what they want to hear, so might as well give it to them. So it makes sense that the government would lie about this in order for them not to be, you know, in in the line of fire of, you know, angry people. Because a lot of people did die from this. The American public deserves answers to every aspect of COVID-19 pandemic including how this virus was created and specifically whether it was a natural occurrence of was the result of the lab-related event, said Mike Turner, so chairman of the House Permanent Select Intelligence Committee, according to the Fox News. All right, the House Intelligence Committee, which oversees intelligence community is aware of classified information that could help inform the public why COVID-19 as a lab leak, um, or yeah, as a lab leak theory is not just a possibility, but approaches the idea that it is likely, he continues. The Department of Energy with the network of national laboratories um, and specialists 
in biological weapons is the latest number of the U.S. Intelligence Committee to determine uh, that the likeliest origin of COVID was a lab-related incident. Most people would agree to that because it's been a conspiracy theory ever since it came out as an illness, as like a virus. Like I said, I don't believe in what the masses believe, so I really think that the U.S. did it. The department reportedly shifted its conclusion from the undecided to low confidence uh, in the lab leak hypothesis with new information, though it is unclear uh, what that new information is. The FBI um, assessed in 2021 that the lab leak theory was most likely to to was most likely the correct theory with moderate confidence. Of course you would. The National Intelligence Council and four agencies have ruled against the lab leak theory in favor of the natural emergence hypothesis that says COVID originated in an animal species and somehow made its way into humanity. Y'all know that the government did this, right? I'm just saying. Okay, this is the random section. Let's go. So, here's one random odd thing that happened to me last week. It didn't happen to me, per se. Let's not, let's not do that. But... During, I think it was the last episode of Renegade Times, there was an actual fire in the complex next to me that was going on while I was recording, and I was completely oblivious to it, because it wasn't happening to the complex that I live in, but it was happening to the complex next to us. And I had no idea. I mean... I must have been a really dumb blonde that day because I was like, man, there's people talking and laughing. I mean, they must have family over. Man, they were trying to make light of the situation because, Lord, that thing burst through the roof in in the next complex. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything was going on like that until um, my husband called and he's like, Sarah, do you know that there was a fire going on? I'm like, no. Nope. Not at all. I'm just doing my own thing over here. Didn't know anything was happening. But thank God, I don't think anybody got hurt, which was really good. Um, I'm just glad everyone's okay. I know they're working on uh, making sure that that unit is nice and uh, livable again. I just, uh, yeah, that was, the, that was an odd thing that happened. And a random thing, and so yeah. That, that's part of the segment. So, yeah. I don't know whether to feel... I don't know what to feel <laughs> about that. Because I'm just like... Should I just tell myself that I'm fucking stupid? Because I didn't see that happening. I didn't know that that was happening. Like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, I didn't know that was happening at all.
Okay, so here are the six signs that you are an extrovert who's per perfectly happy being one. See, I'm an introvert, so I can't really relate. I am an introvert. I like my me time. I like being by myself and not being bothered by anyone and not bothering anybody. But that, you know, everybody has their thing. So, let's... I mean, to all the extroverts out there, let's uh, figure out, and you, if you don't know that you're an extrovert, let's go ahead and name off the signs that you are, that way you can figure out if you are or not. So, you like being around other people, but are also happy in your own company. One of the most common stereotypes about extroverts is that they constantly want to be around other people and can absolutely not stand being alone. But this is not always true. While extroverts thrive on crowds and large groups of people, it's not true that they can never stand being alone. Being alone is <clears throat> only intolerable for them when they are forced to be, such as when uh, the world went into lockdown in the height of COVID-19 pandemic. However, extroverts can also find joy in being alone when they choose to be. If uh, you're an extrovert who's perfectly happy being alone, you can probably relate. You know, you are not socializing machines and uh, that never are out of energy. So they do have a time where they can actually sit down and decompress from all of the excitement of being around people. Much like everybody else, you can, uh, you also need time to rest and relax, which is why you find benefit in being alone. In fact, you probably set aside some time to reflect, reflect, breathe, and rest from the constant hustle and bustle of a very demanding world. This means that extroverts uh, also like engaging in activities alone as much as they love to do things with friends and family. Number two is you like making plans on the weekend but also like an empty schedule. Many extroverts like going out on the weekend. Perhaps they drink with friends on Fridays after work with watch drag shows on Saturday nights. Man, shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Or go to the movies with their significant others on Sunday afternoons. But as an extrovert that values alone time while you are making plans on the weekend, you also have or like having an empty schedule. There's just something about an empty calendar that makes you sigh a breath of relief, a feeling you won't trade for anything else. Having an empty schedule means... You're free to do whatever you want, whether it's watching YouTube videos all day or catching up on your favorite TV shows all night. And you just love having this this sense of freedom. Yes. Anyway. Number three. You're friends with many... I'm sorry. You're friends with many people but are fine spending time on your own. There's no question that extroverts love their friends. They have many friends. 
Um, this is because their charm and great socialization skills enables them to easily befriend others, even if it's people they have just met. And as an extrovert, even if you have many friends, you're just as fine spending time on your own. So, while you like going out with friends, you also like going out on your own. Um, this means you don't mind eating out, strolling around in malls, and going to movies by yourself. You like to stay updated, but also like to get disconnected uh, every once in a while. It sounds just like a balanced person. So, like, an introvert will totally avoid uh, a lot of human interaction when an extrovert seems to be the type of person that you want to be because they're completely balanced. So, I don't know. One of, uh, okay, one of the lady's extroverted friends, okay, the person who wrote this damn article, once told me that they went off social media once and it was life-changing. Since then, instead of being uh, their usual chronically online self, uh, they're online presence has become rather sporadic. They told me that this was because they've never felt as much peace on social media, or I mean, sorry, as they did when they went off of social media, and I think that this is true for a lot of extroverts. Mm -hmm. Number five, you like to chat, but also find peace in silence. I find peace in silence. I love silence. Especially when I write, I can, I find myself like I can only write if I have complete silence because it gives my brain room to think other than trying to engage with people or my husband when I'm writing, you know, so I understand this part. Without a doubt, extroverts like to chat. As an introverted person myself with many extroverted friends, I can say this with confidence because I have many extroverted friends. I find my uh, friendships have even been easier with extroverts because I can stay quiet for long periods of time um, in our times. Damn it, there's a police. There's police. Is there another fire? I know that's not a joke. I'm just... I'm cautious now. But I can stay quiet for long periods of time in our times together and it would never be boring for either of us. However, while extroverts like to chat, extroverts who find value in being alone can also enjoy silence if you're one of them, I'm sure you can relate. You listen to people around you, but you don't live by their expectations of you. At this point in this article, we already know that some extroverts can enjoy solitude as much as they enjoy other people's company. One of the reasons why is because solitude gives you a certain type of individuality, the kind that frees you from others' expectations. When we're with other people, rather, or whether we like it or not, 
they always have an expectation. Verts, this expectation is usually to entertain, break the ice at parties, or help others socialize. That's kind of a big expectation. That can be a burden to some people, man. <laughs> Okay, this one should be interesting, so let's get to it. It's another psychology thing, but the uncomfortable mental test that shows uh, the healthy or unhealthy way you express emotions. Everyone would love to know all of the deepest aspects of their personality to know exactly how and where they fit in the world. Every day someone is coming up with a new tool, test, or quiz to gain insight into who they are. This is a quiz. Because I, I don't want to do a quiz. But anyway, ouch. I think it's an ink blob test. One such personality test is the blob tree test. A psycho-emotional test developed by the famous British psychologist Pip Wilson. What is the blob tree test? Oh lord. Okay. Wilson, an expert in emotional intelligence and experiential yeah, experiential learning um, created the test to help children, young people, and adults become aware of their feelings and emotions to find what kind of person they are. The intent of the blob tree test is to help people to maximize their own potential and achieve balance in life. So, TikToker Moses or Slow-Mo Cox explains how the test is performed. Uh, hang on. Cox starts by putting up a picture of the several blob figures sitting, laying, or dangling from around a tree. Each um, has a number ranging from 1 to 21 on their chests. Uh, the tree represents the familiar place or setting, such as school, um, your place of business, your family, or a group of friends. The blobs, on the other hand, are representative of various emotions and feelings. Viewers are instructed to pick two numbers, one that they like and another that they are not so fond of and keep the numbers of each blob person um, selected um, on the top of your mind. Now it's time to determine what the numbers you choose mean. So what do your results mean? Cox explains that the results quickly um, show us that you might need to pause the video or take it all in, okay? Or take a look at the image below, then scroll to find out what your results determine. So I'm going to do this real quick. I'm going to pause and then I'm going to figure out which one that I like the best and which one that I don't. So the blobs that I chose, the one that I really liked was the one that was swinging from the tree. Like, uh, with like little handlebars. It wasn't a swing swing, but it was like... Um, I don't know, they, they look like handlebars, and but he was like swinging on the tree. 
And that kind of reminds me of, like, my childhood. And then the one that I didn't like was way up at the top. He's sitting there, very bothered about something. Just didn't, he just doesn't look like he wants to be approached at all. He doesn't, he just, he's not having it. So, those are my two. So, let's figure out which, uh, what these actually say about me. So, really you are picking the figures that I, that you identify with and the ones that you would like to become in the future. So, uh, though Cox breaks down, uh, to liking and disliking a figure, the blobs simply are indicative parts of ourselves we would like to improve on versus our ideal state. <laughs> oh boy, okay. Now I understand why it makes you uncomfortable. According to Cox, numbers 1, 3, and 6 mean that you are extremely determined. Numbers 2, 11, and 12, 18, and 19 tell you that you are um, the go-to person in your family. That you are, uh, that you truly value the people that you love. Picking number four is a testament to how hard you are willing to work. Uh, you are not deterred by people who are smarter than you. Choosing number five doesn't bode well. It indicates that you may be tired often. He attributes to fatigue to, uh, or the fatigue to possible health or emotional issues. People who pick 13 or 21 tend to keep to themselves and are considered the loner of the groups they are in. They are afraid of being around others. God damn it. It's true, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, number eight. I'm still looking for number nine. They haven't done number nine yet, but... Uh, number... Eights are dreamers and have um, an active imagination. They are creative and always come up with new ideas that everyone can get excited about. People who picked 10 or 15 don't need much to be content. They are happy with what they have and find value in simple things. Number 14s, according to Cox, are depressed and emotionally drained. The image he shares suggests that they need to find support in people around them. Selecting 20 means that you are a natural-born leader and high self-esteem. You have high self-esteem. People listen to you, but Cox warns against the tendency to keep them at arm's length. They haven't done number 9. I'm going to have to figure out what number 9 means. But uh, Number 16s tell you that you are uh, provided with one-sided support, while 17s are the ones that want to be spoiled. Lastly, number 19s are generally happy people uh, with a positive outlook on life. They tend to focus on the uh, good and let go of negativity. So what is the blob tree? Significance of the blobs, you might ask. Okay fairly simple and goes back to the first method of understanding the world, body language. The blob people are um, non-distinct with no gender, age, race, or ethnicity. 
because of that, everyone can identify with uh, what their positions, what yeah, what their positions are saying without uh, considering their biases. So, the blob symbolize deep emotions without using a single word. They are not right or wrong. Uh, rather, they are feelings left to the interpretation of whoever is perceiving them. The emotions that come uh, will be different from person to person, and rightfully so. They are meant to bring forth discussion, allowing us insight into one another. Depending on who you talk to, you will find varying interpretations of the body language exhibited by the blobs. And that's exactly what the point is. That was really cool. So, I think I missed number 9, so I'm going to go up and see if uh, I missed number 9. Because number 9 is so cute, I want to know. Like, <laughs> so it's 2, 11, 12, 18, 19, 1, 3, 6, 7, 4, 5, 13, 21, 10, 15, 14, 20... <laughs> 16, 17, 19. Yeah, no, they didn't do any, uh, 9. So I'm gonna have to go find out what number 9 means. So I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back with the little blob tree definitions. So... Little man number 21 is a person who tries but does not know how to find the best solutions for his life. He is the little man who must learn to ask for help from those around him to give up or yeah and to give up his suspicious nature. Yeah, that does explain me. <laughs> I'm not proud of that at that like uh, attribute like not attribute but the trait that I have. I, I'm just slow to trust people. If you choose little man number 9, 19, or 4, it defines you as a non-social, suspicious, and confident person. The number 19 uh, man can have narcissistic inclinations. I want to go to number 9. <laughs> uh, and the number 9 little man will do anything to prove uh, what he, that he is wonderful too, but it's easier to keep his lonely side because in this way he justifies his mistrust in others but he looks like he's having so much fun by himself maybe that's why she's he's trying to let people know that he doesn't need anybody man damn man this is deep shit like <laughs> i don't know how to man okay I, I just thought that this was a stupid-ass trend, but this is actually real, so, like... Yeah, the number nine little man will do anything to prove that he is wonderful, too, but is but it is easier to keep his lonely side because in this way he justifies his mistrust in others. So I just got one big, screwy personality, I guess. But he looks like he's having so much fun, like... <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna be dark. Damn. It reminds me of like how I used to have so much fun by myself, like swinging on a swing from a tree. Like that was like my favorite thing. But I understand. Yeah. I didn't, 
I don't, I don't like it because apparently I have one just screw yes personality to where I try too hard, but I also don't trust others. And then little man number nine is like, man, I'm fine by myself. I don't need nobody else. (laughs) Like, help. (laughs) Send help. Oh my god, okay, yeah, um, that's sad, I'm so sorry. Oh, and just a heads up, Rogue Radio, every season gets a makeover. So, if you see thumbnails that are completely different from the color scheme previously, it's because I have changed into a new season. We are on episode, I think, 60 in season three. This is the third season of Rogue Radio. So keep a lookout because I've been uh, real busy (laughs) thinking up of a, a new color scheme for Rogue Radio just to keep things fresh. So yeah. I am going to post the picture of the blob tree test so that you guys can analyze yourself because this shit really fucked me up. I I really need to trust people more, apparently. And then, you know, love on people more. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, I'll see you in the trenches next time. Thank you so much.